Hey everybody, welcome to Bite Me Podcast. This is episode uh, 190-ish. I, I assume that's still right. Like, I don't, I don't really... We stopped keeping track at some time because Apple told us to stop putting it in the show title, and I think this is right, but I'm honestly, I'm honestly not sure. It's probably, probably roughly that. Anyway, I am joined today by Colby. Woo! Yes, and Senior Dylan. Uh, was that, was that uh, like... <laughs> is that is that woo, but like in Spanish? Yeah, I tried something else. It's good. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, today, we are going to talk about the games we're playing, obviously. And uh, we're also going to talk about how much we're going to be paying for video games next gen. Um, I think it's going to be... $47. Roughly, give or take. Like I, You probably round up, round down. $47 seems right. Uh, Richard Garfield is making a new game. Hopefully, you know something about that. Dylan, do you know something about that? Nope. Cool. You know who Richard Garfield is, though. You can, you can give us background. Sure on do. He drew the cat, right? Hates lasagna. Hates lasagna. Maybe it's Mondays. Hates Mondays. Don't, I, don't I don't think so. Oh, that's okay. Think... It's it's fine. We'll figure it out. Uh, what Kingdom... was in the mug, John? What was in the mug? Uh, Kingdoms Amalar is getting uh, DLC, which is weird because it came out nine years ago. Uh, the Xbox might be looking to buy WB Interactive, which would be... Kind of cool, actually. Uh, Fallout is coming to Amazon, and an accountant Colby, man, Colby sent me this this uh, this story, and it, it kind of blew my mind. Like, how many? We, the other day we were looking at your gamer score, Colin. You have like seventy seven thousand, right? Uh, I have about seventy seven thousand one hundred and twenty now. I think. Yeah, and I'm guessing I have about half of that. I'm not. I'm not actually sure, but I would guess. Probably half of that, like thirty-five thousand, somewhere in that area. Do you have any idea what your your gamer score is, Dylan? It used to be big, but it's getting smaller now. That's not how gamer not score actually works, Dylan. Shrinking, but <laughs> as in everyone else's is inflating. So okay. I used to outweigh, I think, most people, but now and, it's and not that many. And now it's less. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I don't. I have, I have no idea. Actually, seven thousand three hundred and sixty. How did you find that out? I went to the. Uh, Xbox app. I can oh. probably find out yours. You have 46,884. I'll be honest, that is more than I thought I had. And I'm not friends with... Uh, maybe I am friends with Dylan on Xbox. I don't know. Either way, what I'm going to tell you about is a lady who actually got more gamer score last month than Colby and I have combined. Mine's 37,000, but it has th- not changed in a long while. So you play some games, it'll, you know, it's all right. It's all right. So uh, combined, let's see, if Colby had 70 and you had 32 and I had 45, we, we could combined have more gamer score than she got, but only by about 10K. She, she gained a lot of gamer score in the month of uh, June, I believe. Maybe it was May. May or June, one of those two. So crazy. We'll talk about that. We got questions from Vinny, Mr. Polite, and Megan, who has a picture. It comes with a picture this week. That's nice. Uh I, I, you know, I didn't really think about how to pronounce this name. Zero Heads? Do you think that's right? Sure. Sure. Uh, dropped us a question, which I actually really like a lot. I think Colby's going to like even more. And then we have a... That's where you're wrong. Oh, Colby's going to hate it. Colby is going to hate it. Um, and then we've got a paragraph from Tenpenny. And by a paragraph, I mean like it's a short essay. It's a good one, though. I think uh, it, it kind of ties into our first question. So I think it is good. we got some cheap free games, and then we'll just be done and... We'll do this again next week. So that's where we're going. And now let's get there. Colby, what did you play this week? Nothing. You are a liar and a thief, sir. <laughs> I also uh, slept this week, so I'm a little punchier than I was last week. I think Eddie said I sounded like I was drunk. I was not drunk. I was just very sleepy. 
Sure. Um, I played a bunch of games. Um, yes. St- still playing Call of Cthulhu. Um, it, is the it, voice acting still bad? Oh, it is awful. Um, Colby sent me a like a. No, an that audio... was from another game. That what game was that from? Another okay. game. Anyway, uh, please continue. It's still really good. I mean, despite the graphics and the um, voice acting, horrifyingly really bad voice acting. It. Uh, I, I, you, you didn't like the ending or the ending you got. On oh yeah 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 you had the bad ending on Call of Cthulhu mm. right the one I don't know if it's a bad ending it just didn't really do anything it, like it just ended it gets kind of like the the I don't know what will affect your ending is really weird like you'll make choices and then it'll be like hey that's going to affect you later on I'm like oh right. I didn't know that or else I might have thought about that um, it doesn't like necessarily tell you before <laughs> it's an after thing where so, it's like. Uh, you pick up a book and you can read it or not read it. And you're like, okay, <laughs> let's read it. And it's like, that will affect your ending. I'm like, uh, oh, okay. Do you think there's ever, I, I have two questions, two, two follow-ups to this. Do you think there's ever been a time where someone picking up and reading a book like negatively affected things? <laughs> well, that's a, that's a big part of my like, comp. The uh, call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Like uh. seeking knowledge is generally bad. Because you're learning about big giant aliens that destroy the world, so it is actually negative in a lot of cases because you're discovering bad things. Oh. So that's if you're familiar with like the Call of Cthulhu role playing game, which this is based yeah. heavily on. So stop reading books. That, However, we, some books don't affect you. Right. So hmm, you interesting. Know. You okay. never know until you find out. Like I mean, when I picked up the Necromonicon and it's like, do you want to read it? I assumed it would affect me. But. <laughs> exactly. All right, so question two. If a video game um, like makes it obvious that this is going to be a, a choice, um, like a big choice, do you, do you just go with your gut? Do you go with what, they, what you think is the right one based on the game? Or do you look it up? Got to Dep- role play it. Depends. There are games that I have looked up, like uh, Mass Effect 2. I knew mm. that it would affect the suicide mission, and I didn't want, you know, a bunch of people to die, and so I looked those up. Sure. Um, this one, like I said, half the time I'm like, oh, eh, I guess that will affect me somehow. So I can't really look it up. I mean, if I was paying more attention, I might, you know, because it's usually yeah. like, here's two, you know, options. But also sometimes there's two options on other things that don't affect you, so maybe I wouldn't notice it. Sure. Um, but yeah, it really depends on whether or not I do. And you just go with the, you go with your character's gut. Yeah. I no, gotta, no. I mean, no, Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. I got to play it the right way. Interesting. I am a abject cheater. Like I will always, anytime I get to a decision, I look it up every time, literally um, every time. In this game, and I don't know if you can pause it, but uh, they're usually timed. Mm-hmm. It, it clicks and I down. Hate that. and that's so, how The Witcher Three was too, and it yeah. drove me crazy. You crazy. have a, you have, I mean, not like a lot of time, but it's not like one of those. I've played games where it's timed, and I'm like barely able to read the options before I have uh-huh. to pick one. But this one, like, I've never thought like, oh crap, I've got to hurry. But that's kind of how The Witcher Three is. Look it up. I, uh, I actually, I think even worse from those is games that. Uh, 
like have a I hate games that have a cutscene and then you have to make decisions in the middle of the cutscene that are timed uh-huh. because oftentimes I'm not even holding my controller. It's uh-huh. not good. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, please continue, Colby. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I was just curious. So do we want to go with bad endings or bad voice acting next? Mm, bad endings. So that would be Momodora 4. Okay. Um, it has a longer name. It's like Momodora Curse of the... I don't know. It's, it's not actually that. It is... Do, do, do. Reverie Under the Moonlight. Yes, Momodora Reverie Under the Moonlight, but it's That's actually a wacky do looking game, man. Momodora 4. It's actually really fun. Okay. Um, it is a like Metroidvania ish yeah. game. Um, Looks good. Yeah. Is, it, this a, it, is this a Game Pass game? It is a Game Pass game. Pretty much every game I played was either a Game Pass or a Games with Gold game. Well, this looks fun. Um, it is fun. It is only like five hours. It, Perfect. Uh, it it's unlike the messenger which you know decided it should be a 15 hour game mm-hmm. the momodoro was like hey let's keep it to like 4 or 5 smart which i appreciate um sorry i got distracted why are there balloons at dylan's house uh i his uh wife graduated from college i believe oh those have been up for at least the last 2 weeks huh, balloons and a bag of onions yeah yeah okay anyway Anywho. um However, I, after four or five hours, got to the end boss, beat them, and got what was called the bad ending. I know it was called the bad ending because literally after the ending, a little thing came up on the screen that said, bad ending. (laughs) Which, after you've spent like four or five hours in a game, maybe don't say bad ending. So, two follow-up questions. Mm. Uh, one is this the game you were playing when we were, were playing the other day, and you kept just like you kept getting killed by spikes over and over and over and mm-hmm, over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, yep. this game might not be for me. Oh no, that was only like one part. It's okay. not like the funny thing is, is when I looked this game up, I saw it described as um, uh, Dark Souls with cats, and it is a hundred percent not that. I Are don't there know cats. Yes, there's cats, but it is not Dark Souls at all. I, I wouldn't e- yeah, like yeah. I wouldn't even say like it's Celeste with cats. It is not difficult. It's like hmm. I don't know, Metroid with cats. Interesting. The uh the like animated gif that they've chosen to illustrate this game on Steam is just this like incredibly giant busty boss character mm-hmm. that like pops her up twice. and kind of jiggles a little bit and, yep. and then you, you uh you smack her boobs with the sword. And yeah, that's, that's what it looks like. Yeah, um, interesting. It's a it's a really good game, but however, like the bad ending thing kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. Are you gonna replay it to get the good ending? Hell no! And that was the other thing. It has ten achievements. That's oh, this it. is yeah, 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 yeah. I got none of them. Um, <laughs> you every, got zero of them. Zero. There's wow. not even like a finish this game. You have to finish the game and get the good ending to actually get the achievement. <laughs> All of the achievements I think have less than a three percent pop rate. Wow. Um, they're all like looking at them and knowing about the game. I'm like, these would be really difficult to get. Now, also, I'm like, after I got the bad ending, I'm like, well, how do I get the good ending? And the thing I found was, well, you got to explore the map more. There's two things that you have to find to get the good ending. And I'm like, wow. Well, how much of the map did I explore? Because it keeps track of that. Yeah. The answer was I explored 94% of the, <laughs> or 96% of the map. 
And apparently, somewhere in that four percent, I missed a lot, two man. things that would have they gotten were in the same good spot. ending. And <laughs> so, no, funny. I'm not gonna play that over. God, you're such a loser. I know. Could you play from your last save? I pro. I mean, I could, but like, it's still. I just don't. You want know, it. you want that good ending, Cole. No, I don't. I don't really care. Did you I go watch the watch YouTube it on video YouTube. of it? Exactly. I didn't every, even bother with that. Every time I get a bad ending, I think I could just go watch it on YouTube, and I never do. I I've, occasionally have. Yeah, n- never have. All right, tell me about bad... Voice acting. Bad voice acting. How many bad voice acting games are you playing? That was The Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing 3, so Colby also has a great name. Colby sent me a, uh, like a, a, voice, like a, a voice recording. And he's like, what do you think this says? And I listened to it a couple times, and I said, is that word supposed to be adventurous? And he's like, no, they said inventory. <laughs> Except they said inventory. <laughs> because anyway. it was very obvious that they were just doing it phonetically. Is an, in- is an inventory, is that like where like Edison did things. his work? <laughs> well, that's where he stole his stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I meant. Uh, Edison in, in, scientists in, invented things. <laughs> Inventory is where Tesla did it and where Edison <laughs> stole from him. Fair enough. Um, it is a like a, an ARPG uh, Diablo kind of game. Yeah, yeah. It's fun-ish. Um, <laughs> I played it for like, I don't know, a couple hours. I won't be beating it despite the fact that it's only like eight to ten hours. Really? Not, not, so not fun Super funish, just fun ish. It's fun ish. Um, it like the the fights in it, or like the the actual like gameplay where you're battling monsters and stuff, felt like you know when you're you're there's too many things on the screen and you yeah. you know things slows down. Yep. Imagine if something always felt like that, oh. even though it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't slowing down. It just felt like it was. Interesting. Um, the inventory and like skill trees are. I I played with the inventory for fifteen minutes and could not figure it out because it was like, hey, your invent my my inventory is full. <laughs> um, that's how I got the the clip. Is he's like, there's no room in my inventory. I'm like, you're what now? Um, and so like. I'm trying to pick up a shield, and I'm like, okay, so what if I drop this helmet I don't need? My my inventory is full, and I'm like, well, okay, if I drop something, why can't I pick something up? And then I thought, well, maybe it's like, maybe, because like certain things I was trying to pick up, I couldn't. It was telling me my inventory is full, but I could pick up other things. And I'm like, sure. well, maybe each slot... Like, you know, I'm my inventory's full of shields. Like, you have, you know, six slots for shields or whatever. Maybe that's what it is. So I dropped a shield and couldn't pick up the other shield. Oh, I'm like, man. I don't get this. I could not figure out how my inventory was full and how to not have it be full oh, other so than to go and sell things. Sure. Um, the, the, like, points that you put into things, I won't say don't make sense, but it is... It feels like maybe in the first two games they explained how it all worked, sure. and then they're like, ah, you'll get it by the third. And I, I could not make heads or tails of it. Yeah. Um, like I said, it wasn't a bad game, but it certainly wasn't good. Well, what I will tell you is if, if it sounds like you might enjoy it, it's only $1.50 right now on Steam. <laughs> 
Um, it's normally only 15, but it's 90% off uh, because of the Steam summer sale, presumably. Um, recent reviews are mostly negative. <laughs> Shot. All reviews are mixed. <laughs> anyway. I want to uh, find the person who thinks that that is a great game. Oh, there's a, there are a lot of people that really like I it. Want Incredibly to to fun if you enjoy ARPGs like Diablo and Torchlight. No. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently the first two games in the series were, were better. You can get all three of them for 7 50 so i kind of want to pick up like the first one and see if it is better i don't know it's old enough that it probably wouldn't hold up yeah whatever so then i played hyperdot okay um which is really fun if you have game pass go download it because it looks like it would make a good mobile game to me i thought that too but i think your finger would get in the way Uh, sure um because it is I, I explained it as like high tech Frogger. Yeah, you're basically just dodging. That's yeah. all you're doing. Um, so you have you're in a circle, and you're a tiny circle, or a slightly larger circle, depending. Yeah. And you have to move around the map, dodging things that are coming into the circle. And each shape and stuff has different, you know, like there's triangles that follow you. The hexagons are just like I think they are aimed at you, but will continue going straight. Squares just go straight wherever they're you know put through. And so all it is is you're dodging. And there's you know there's timed ones that you know you have to dodge all these things for 20 seconds or whatever, or there's like pick up, you know, five of these tokens while dodging things. And, you know, like some of the, the arenas are like ice. And so, you know, it's, it's varying difficulties and it's really fun. Um, I beat it and was very happy with it. Um, Yeah. No, this actually is not the game I thought it was. This looks cool though. Like kind I of like said, a weird like bullet hell game without yeah like yeah other things shooting at you uh huh yeah. it's a hundred percent like a bullet hell where you're dodging that's cool um it's it's really fun I I very much liked it um and then I started playing the Talos project um and that's like a kind of puzzle game um, sure. puzzle game in the same way that like Portal is a puzzle game sure uh, yeah. Where and I like I've only played it a couple hours, but like basically you're on an island-ish kind of thing, and sure. there's a god telling you things, and then there's also computers that are telling you kind of different things, all while you're solving puzzles to get farther in the game. Um, and the puzzles are generally like you have to pick up Tetris blocks. Um, they literally are Tetris blocks that you're trying to pick up, and those Tetronimos. are the keys. Tentronimos. Um, and you pick those up, but you have to make your way to them. And so there's like force fields that you have to, like, there's like these little kind of tripod guns that you have to use to block the force fields. Or um, later on, there's like lasers that you have to like power up through various ways to like open those force fields. And it's all just, you know, like, hey, you have three doors you need to open here are the you know tools to do it and you know it's some sort of puzzle to figure it out sure um so it looks like a mix of like you were pointing out earlier like serious sam and the witness and tetris <laughs> so well the tetris doesn't play into it it's just you're picking up tetris blocks. Yeah, yeah yeah um so yeah that was the thing like i went into this like kind of um i don't know egyptian world kind of thing and i'm like 
when the second I stepped into it, I'm like, man, they should remake the first Serious Sam because this is giving me yeah. real Serious Sam vibes, and I love Serious Sam, and this looks Same. really awesome, and like they should redo that. And I'm playing it, and like all of a sudden, there's like these little kind of computer guys. One runs past me, going ah, and I'm like, <laughs> this is giving me real Serious Sam vibes now. And then I looked it up, and it's because the people who made this also made yeah, Serious yeah, Sam, yeah. so. Um, but it's really fun. The only thing is, is again, it's a 15 hour game and I don't want a 15 hour puzzle game. I just, and that's like, I I don't know. I want a four hour puzzle game. I keep like going back to this because there, there's been a couple games that I've started to play, and I'm like, I don't want this to be 15 hours. And the the best thing that I can come up with is if like we just decided that you know like every book should be 1,200 pages, or yeah. every movie should be three and a half hours long. Like, should some movies be three and a half hours long? Sure. sure. Should you know the newest, I don't know, Transformers movie be three and a half hours long? God no. So I I just don't I mean like I understand that I think people want you know they're paying for it they, they want, want value yes but they don't know I'd what be, that means I'd be much happier with like a polished great game that was four hours long than yeah. uh you know maybe clunky around the edges game that is fifteen hours long yeah and I mean I think to me I guess. Like I, I, we've said this before, I'm sure, is that there was a time when I owned three video games. Uh huh. Um, and that so that is not now. That is not now. Now I get another three video games once a week. Uh-huh. I mean, and I want to play all of them because they all look great. And there's so many cool indie games, and there's so many cool AAA games. I want like, I I would literally personally just for me. So this doesn't mean anything for anyone else. I would be willing to say that I want. 95% of games to be less than 15 hours. Yeah. And I probably want 70% of games to be less than 6 hours. I don't know what happened, but at some point I think that the sweet spot for video games is about 5 to 8 hours. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing is, is anything past it, like I'm playing, like uh, you're done talking about your games, right? Um, sure. He's you talked about you, you talked about your 9 games you've played. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm playing Far Cry for still and that game's fun it's enjoyable Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day i am doing the exact same thing over and over and over and over again and if if that game had been cool sweet story following the main quest uh you know you climb three towers and expands the map a little bit and there's a couple of big buildings to beat and then you fight a boss and it's over and i'm in and out in like 10 to 15 hours I don't think I would like that game any less than the, like, probably 30 or 40 that I'm going to have to put into it. Um, yeah. Like, I keep looking at the map, and I think I'm I'm like 25% of the way done, which I think means I am about 15 hours into it now. And I keep looking at the map and going just like, it's so big. Why does this map, like, yeah. why does it go on forever? Ever and I, f- I felt the same way about Assassin's Creed Odyssey, where I got into that game and like that entire game revolves around like you killing the people that killed your kid or your brother. I don't remember; it's been a while. Like yeah, essentially, the the first part of that game is essentially revenge killings, and I killed like the four or five guys and then killed this boss character. I'm like, sweet, this game was dope. Let's go. And then they're like, oh no, now another part of this game has opened <laughs> up. I'm like. 
but why? Like, I'm 15 I hours into this thing. game, and I had a lot of fun, and I killed the bad guys, and it's over now, right? They're like, oh, no, there's a new world that you take a boat to get to. And I'm like, do I have to? And the answer was no, because I just stopped playing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, in my in, like my headcanon for Assassin's Creed Odyssey is that it's about a 12-hour game, and it was really fun, and I really liked it. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I just... Like, and I, I think there are, like, I think some... Some games can be that, like you know, like I, hell, I put a hundred hours into a deer hunting game. Yeah. Um, I think that there is a place for, for games to be that long, but it seems like a lot of them are, long for long sake. Yeah. That it, you know, so they can say like, oh, we're a thirty-hour game. I, I think the funny thing is, is we I talk about JRPGs all the time. And I'm like, ugh, you know, like, JRPG is cool, but man, I just don't want to grind a character anymore. And then I'm like, but I need to go find all of these hundred posters in Far Cry 4 and tear them all down off walls because that has to happen. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why? I'm like, well, because they're on my map. And I'm like, why are they on your map? I'm like, because I bought a map that put them on my map. I'm <laughs> like, anyway, <laughs> Far Cry 4 is fun. I like it, but ugh. Uh, I also played Sea of Thieves. I did my first uh, Tall Tales quest, which was... Uh, Your first what? Tall Tales quest. Oh, the Tall Tales. Yeah. Um, I will tell you... So I've been playing a bunch with my kid. Um, he kind of got into playing it with one of his buddies, and his friend is gone for like an hour. Or, uh, Colby just pulled out a sword. Why uh, do you own pirate a pirate sword. Why do you own a sword? I found it. <laughs> Colby, the, is that the one you got in the dumpster? Yes. That is a that is a that's like a cutlass. Colby literally has a cutlass that he just pulled out. He's been waiting for this moment. It's that, a pirate sword. Can, Cliff. can you take a picture of that and send it to me, and I'll put it in the show notes? Yes. Excellent. Um, of course, I'll send you a picture of my new sword. <laughs> that's amazing. Anyway, um, my my kid was has been playing it with a friend. His his friend every summer goes to visit his grandpa for like a month, so he can't play it anymore. So um, oh. we've been playing it for like probably an hour a day, um, four or five days a week. It's and it's it's fun. See if Thieves is a great just chill game. Uh, but I did my first Tall Tales, which is kind of like the the quest part, I guess, of Sea of Thieves, and it's. You, like, unlock this key, right? And and we won't talk about it much because we talked about this a long time, but I want to tell you how stupid I am. Um, so you unlock this key, and then they're like, take this key to this island, and you can unlock, like, the next step. And I'm like, okay, like, we, we plan it out. We felt super cool. We, like, found this island, and we get there, and they're like, I'm like, I put the key down. Nothing happens. I'm like, this is real weird. Like, this is obviously the place to do it. And can't find it, can't find it. My kid finally looks up a, a thing. He's like, no, we're on the wrong island. And I'm like, ah, crap. Okay. So we get back in the boat and we sail off to this island. It's not super far away, but it's far enough away. We get there and I'm like, okay, cool. We swim underwater up this big cave thing. We get there and he's like, okay, uh, this is where it is. And I'm like, okay, so I guess um, he's like, well, I have to go back to the ship and get the key though. I'm like, no, no, I should still have it. Like it should just be my inventory. Right. And he's like, no, no, the keys don't go into your inventory, Dad. Like, you set it down somewhere. And I'm oh, like, no. where? <laughs> and he, I'm, like, it, I'm like, it literally could be anywhere. It could be on that island. It could be on our ship. It could be on this island. <laughs> like, I have no idea the last time I was holding this stupid key. <laughs> so uh, moral of the story is we had to scuttle our ship to kill that quest so the quest would regenerate and our key would regenerate. <laughs> We got it, though. We nailed it. We finished it up. It was good. 
<laughs> so Sea of Thieves, it's good. All right, Dylan, I you know, want? Oh, go I ahead, know man. they uh, changed some things recently. So like, I'm pretty sure if like you're trying to do a tall tale and something gets all wonky or like i think even if like the enemy comes and just totally screws you over i think there's something in the game now that can actually kind of protect you yeah there's well, i don't know exactly what it is but even if all it is is it gives you checkpoints like each yeah. quest has i'm gonna say three or four checkpoints so like we didn't actually even finish all of our tall tale in one sitting we actually did it over like two or three days yeah because every step essentially gives you a new checkpoint so you can start from there you essentially just yeah stop playing and then um like re you know how you like stab the book and then vote on it Mm -hmm. um you just do that and it brings you back to the point you were so it's actually it's really convenient actually i like i would i would have had a hard time i think doing those um in one sitting um, just because of time. So it was kind of nice. But yeah, no, we got it. We were sailing it back to the, the outpost to turn it in and we got attacked by a skeleton ship and like they were just destroying us. And so I'm trying to shoot back at them and bail at the same time. And Carter's trying to like get us to port so we can get there. And it was cool. It was, it's uh that game has really, it has really good emergent gameplay. Um, we got, uh, like, a, another ship came up to us and was like, hey, we want to be friends. We're like, cool, we'll be friends. Yeah, that'll be great. Um, and they're like, join our Xbox party. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't really want to talk to strangers. That sounds dumb. And they sent us another thing, like, join our party. I'm like, I'm not not going to join your party, guys. Thanks, though. And they're like, okay. And they're just kind of, like, hopping around or whatever. And I went underwater to get something and grabbed it. And while we were underwater, they stole all our stuff and set our ship on fire. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that was not... That was not very nice. Like we'd actually formed an alliance and everything, and they lit our ship on that's fire. Pretty, it was it that's was pretty cool, unusual right? when you actually ally with someone for them to do that. Yeah, it was kind of kind of a bummer. But just because you wouldn't talk to them, I guess. yeah, I I just no. was not going to. I was just trust not going to. So yeah, I usually when we ally, we'll just drive away. Yeah, yeah. Away. Like well, we won't give them the opportunity to. Trying well, to bamboozle us. And this was more like we were, our ship was parked somewhere um, because right. we were looking for something. And they came to us and were like, okay, yeah, guy, cool. This is fine. And then we kept looking for our thing and they lit our ship on fire. So I don't know. Do you want to tell us about your hot wings, Dylan? I made hot wings. Dylan made hot wings. What kind smoked, of sauce, man? Smoked. I did some buffalo ones and some barbecue ones. Oh, I love buffalo but sauce. this weekend. I'm going to do a brisket. Nice. So you know, I'm going to get up at 4 in the morning, I think, and put it on about then. Because it could take about 8 to 12 hours. That sounds so terrible. I have to be able to eat it for dinner, not at midnight. That sounds awful. It'll be great. Don't do that. Um, I So I subscribe to like a, a dinner box service, and one of the things that they send a recipe along every once in a while is like you take tortellini and you cook them. And then once they're cooked, you like uh, put like like dip them in panko breadcrumbs and then Ooh. bake them. Interesting. Um, and then you put a buffalo sauce on them, and they're that sounds delicious. It, the first time I saw it, I'm like, this is the weirdest food in the entire world. But like crunchy buffalo tortellini is delish. So 
you know. All right. Uh, let's talk briefly about Patreon. Thank you to all of our wonderful patrons. We love each and every one of you. Uh, if you would like to join, you can go to bitemepodcast.com slash Patreon and join our one, three, seven, or $10 tier. If you support this podcast at the $10 tier, we will read your name, which I am going to do right now to our four fantastic producer-level patrons, Brian Hedegar, John Tippins, Austin Palmer, and Alan Schulte. I... I really appreciate it because you make it so we can do this podcast without it costing me money, which is a good thing, I think. So, uh, again, go to bitemepodcast.com. Don't do that. Actually, don't do that. Go to patreon.com slash bitemepodcast. That's the right place. Cool. Thank you. Now, Dylan, where are we now? News. That is right. So, um, I'm not sure how I feel about this yet. So you guys will we'll all decide how we feel together. It's going to be it's going to be okay. So the, talk the, about the our feelings. Yes, we're going to talk about our feelings. This is going to be a big share session. I assume I'm a dude. Le- I don't have feelings. I assume at least one of us will cry. Probably. I'm guessing it's going to be Colby. <laughs> yep, absolutely. He's already crying. So uh, this ca- this actually like came out like right after we recorded last week. So I think some other people have probably had some time to think about it as well. Um, the announcement is that NBA 2K21 is going to cost $70 um, in the U.S. for the PS5 and the Xbox Series X version of it. Um, you can still get the Xbox One and PS4 version for um $60, but it will not, they are not going to be doing the like free upgrade to the next version. The only way to get an upgradable version where you can buy a PS4 or Xbox One version and then get the next gen one is to buy the $100 uh, Mamba Forever edition, which mm. is <laughs> apparently a tribute to Kobe Bryant. He's the one who died, right? That's, that's, yeah. That is correct. Um, and. <sighs> I like I think it's interesting that this was like that NBA 2K21 was the game that like broke this and I've heard multiple different places say you know well for you know big AAA massive releases you know you can really expect that at some point in time there had to be a price increase and I'm like and that's going to be NBA 2K21 that's like the one they're going to hang their hat on like super impressive <laughs> next gen games but uh, apparently it is um I guess for context, uh, the last time there was a a price increase like this was about 15 years ago, where uh, the Xbox 360 and PS3 games went from 50 to 60. Um, and like for the comparison's sake, uh, I actually read an article by a guy who said that like in that same time, like movie tickets have gone up 40 percent, Netflix subscription costs have doubled, um, cable TV packages have gone up by 105 percent, and um, a, a jump from 60 to 70 percent is really only like 17 percent. Um, and like they're not wrong. Um, the cost of video games has gone up significantly, although I think for successful games, the amount of money they make has also gone up significantly. Um, the question is, is do you guys want to talk about this here or we actually have a, a question that kind of ties into this later? Do you want to talk about it here or you want to talk about it later in the questions? Do you have any immediate thoughts? I don't know. It seems, I don't know if we should talk about it now or later. We'll talk about if it later. If there's a question that 
directly ties in. Yeah, I mean we can we can so, we can push So we discussion. just brought this up for no reason. No, I think we had to we had to we had to get the news part of it out of the way so we can have the conversation later. That's Could where we have gonna, talked about this before the question. Nope, you're gonna cry later and now, Colby. You've had time to think. Think about it. Think about it. I know you guys this don't read the tease. notes ahead of time. I I'm wanted happy. to make sure you were sword. ready. Oh, Colby's got a sword. All right. Uh, next up, Richard Garfield, who is the guy who made Magic the Gathering. Is that correct, Dylan? That is correct, See? as well as other games. Uh, like that. King of New York or oh. Artifact. Artifact. Or Keyforge. Does he only build, like, CCG games? Like card um, game games? King of New York is a... And King of Tokyo is a like a classic board game kind of. It's kind of like Imagine Rampage, but a board game. It's actually I'm, super fun. I'm having a really hard time trying to imagine Rampage, but it's a board game. Like how how does that work? Um, you're all a big monster, and you destroy things to get resources to get like power ups to do more destruction. And it's kind of like King of the Hill, which is why it's King of New York. So like, I can't remember one of the basically i'm going to refer to king of new york which i think is king of tokyo was first sure um but i'm gonna i have king of new york and that's what i play because it is the more recent version of the game anyway i'm going to refer to that one so the board is broken up into like the different boroughs of new york so it's your goal of the game to control i can't remember which one is the the probably the biggest one let's say queens for the sake of i don't know if that's correct. probably not um, queens <laughs> it's probably not but let's just say the the goal is to control queens so if you're the um the big monster and all the monsters are the same they don't really have special abilities oh, you'll get special abilities through playing the game um but let's say you control ke- uh, queens, then the other players are trying to dethrone you from that and take it themselves. Interesting. Um, so staying there till you accrue enough victory points is kind of the goal of the game. Interesting. Um, while trying to force the others out um, of the, the burrows or whatever. So it's and actually, it's a super fun game. Sounds cool. Very well designed. Yeah. It's kind of, um, it's a it's a interesting take on turning Yahtzee into a game that's not Yahtzee. Interesting. So it's kind of the same concept where you're rolling, I can't remember if it's five or six dice, um, sure. and your goal is to get certain amounts of those dice because when you have the certain faces of the dice, you can turn those into the resources. Oh. So if you roll the damage die, you can destroy a building. If you roll the energy side, then you can buy things with the appropriate amount of energy cubes or whatever. Um, so it's it's essentially kind of Yahtzee, um, but you're a big, cool monster. That's awesome. That's really cool. If we ever can actually be in the same place together, I would like to play that. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah. That sounds very good. Um, but that is actually not what we're talking about. You had a question, Cole? I was going to say, and it's based off of the 1990 Christopher Walken movie, King of New York, but I'm pretty sure that time has passed for that joke. Probably. I also... What? (laughs) He also said that it was like King of the Hill, and now all I've got in my head is the King of the Hill theme song. I sell propane and propane accessories. (laughs) It's it's great. It's very good. Anyway, uh, Belgian game developer Abracam, which sounds like it's going to be Abracadabra like abracadabra cam well, yeah i mean that sounds like like some sort of off-brand word you'd use to try and cast a spell like if abracadabra was like mm. copyrighted you're like well how about abracam see i, I thought just... it sounded like a, a knockoff premium snapchat kind of also 
<laughs> yeah, and I true. figured it more like a, a, a like a chatterbait kind yeah, of, yeah. you know, sex thing. Subscribe I, to my lewds on uh, Abracam. Uh, Abracam, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, apparently it's actually a video game company, and they are building a new roguelike deck builder game called Rogue Book, which is a very, very, very bad title. Um, but <laughs> uh, players will progress through a dungeon and build up a deck of cards that will serve as the basis for the character's strength of powers. Uh, strength and power, sorry. Players begin with two heroes and build a deck of powers around them. If both heroes die, players must start over from the beginning. As players traverse an overworld, they'll fight more enemies, earn more cards based on their defeated foes, and eventually craft a powerful deck that suits their needs. So, sounds kind of uh, it sounds kind of interesting. Like, I think roguelike deck builders are actually... Super fun. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of deck building games, and I'm not a huge fan of roguelikes, but I actually kind of like roguelike deck builders, oddly enough. So, um like, I, I've really enjoyed, like, Slay the Spire, which I, I wish had a little more deck building in it. It seems like you don't really build a deck as much as I wish I you agree. did. I agree. It's not as... But that might actually be the secret to its success. Um, yeah. Because it's pretty light on that, so it's more accessible, I guess. I just wish that it felt like... Like, that game feels... So much of it just feels like the luck of the draw more than like I could strategically build a deck to get better but whatever anyway that's uh you know Richard Garfield I think has had outside of uh what's what's the stupid steam one that I can never remember every time I say artifact I want to say anthem and I almost say anthem and I'm like that's not the right failed game um outside of artifact I think has made some really successful things so it'll be interesting to see how uh this this game kind of pans out. So called Yeah, this sounds like a very interesting proposition. Yeah, it sounds really neat. Called Rogue Book, like I said, bad name, maybe a good game. So uh Kingdom of Amalar, which man, like if you're not familiar with this game, like first of all, it's supposed to be a really good RPG. Um if you uh uh Vicky, who has co hosted here quite a few times, I believe it is her favorite game of all time. So good good stuff. Um if you don't know the history of it, I I go to Wikipedia. Go to now. Wikipedia. I will tell you that it was developed by Kurt Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling, famous baseball player. I would say at this point in time, famous, <laughs> famous horrible person. Horrible person. Also true. Um, they, like I liked the Red Sox, and I'm pretty sure I now know him more for being a horrible person. Yeah. Than... Anyway, like this game failed so spectacularly that Rhode Island owned it. Yeah, that Rhode Island owned this game for a little while. Like that's all I'm going to tell you. I don't want to spoil how a state ended up owning a video game. Like that's it's something you should learn on your own. I think there was actually a documentary made about this. To be honest, so it's it's a very very good story. Um, but like just out of the blue, they announced like, hey, they're a remastered version of Kingdom of Amalar is going to drop August 18th. Like, get ready. And no one was <laughs> was ready for it. But uh, it should be cool. Um, it got pushed back to September 8th, which is fine. I mean, like three weeks, whatever. Um, it's coming out on the PC, Xbox One, and PS4. But the wacky thing is it's getting a DLC expansion along with this. Uh, it's called Fates Worn that's going to come out in 2021. So um, King of Amalar originally released in 2012, is getting a remaster in 2020, and then getting DLC in 2021. I, I love everything about this. Have either of you guys played this? I played it a little bit. It's a game that I always... In- Tended to play absolutely. So maybe now is the time, right? And that's exactly my thought of it. I've always it wanted is the to play it. 
Uh, that is literally what it's called. Kingdoms of Amalur is colon fantastic. re-reckoning. Is it? Because I don't like it very much. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it's one of those things you like have to do. Yeah, that's fair. Like, what was the... What was, there was another one. Uh, re, remastered. Remastered. <laughs> Red Faction 2. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Just, yeah, video game names are are getting dumber every day. I'm <laughs> I'm a they're running out of names. Yeah, I guess. Um, you Warhammer. Yeah. Oh, gee, anything in that universe, like any game that has two colons in it, is wrong. Absolutely wrong. So, Kingdoms and Amalur coming out uh, September eighth. Like that, my my anniversary is September fourth. I might I might get that for my anniversary. Like that's I think I've been married for it's a sign yeah 23 years I think 23, well, 23 is, your, is the video your video game, game anniversary there. right that's my understanding uh, all right so next up Xbox you might have heard of them maybe have you guys heard of Xbox never have you ever heard of WB interactive that's no. Warner Brothers no no nope. The, nope. so WB interactive interestingly enough I guess owns um, Avalanche Studios, Monolith, uh, Monolith Productions, Nether, Nether Realm Studios, Rocksteady Studios, TT Games, and a bunch of other just random WB game studios across the globe. Um, oddly enough, they're owned by AT&T. <laughs> so AT&T owns WB Games, and WB Games owns a bunch of uh, development studios. It was, I don't remember how that happened exactly, but it was like, you know, AT&T bought a company and that company owned Warner Brothers whatever AT&T is 194 billion dollars in debt which is um crazy a lot that's my understanding that 194 billion is a, a lot um nope. I don't I don't exactly understand how that works but anyways they're looking to get rid of WB Interactive and uh try and shore up some of that debt um in case you're wondering WB Interactive is worth 4 billion so I'm not that seems kind of like that, like, hey, I need, we need Why? some money to pay our mortgage. <laughs> Go look under the couch cushions. But, hey, I, I don't, I don't. Those are some pretty solid properties with the, that, though, too. Yeah. It's, like, it's crazy. Like, I mean, and so, anyway, they've, they've kind of put WB Interactive up for sale. And there's, there's some companies that are interested in it, Activision, EA, Take-Two, like the people you would expect. But kind of the, the rogue outside is Microsoft. Microsoft in, is interesting in, mm. in picking that up. And if they were able to, like, not only would they, I mean, I would guess that would probably not double the number of studios they own, but it would probably, like, jump it up by, like, 33%, I guess, if that's a thing. Um but it would also mean that Microsoft owns Mortal Kombat. Um, it would mean that Microsoft would most likely be able to negotiate the license to make um, DC games and Harry Potter games that are currently being made by WB. Um, Lego. Yeah, they own a lot of, yeah, like TT Games is the, the Lego, um, they make the Lego games, I believe. So um, it's interesting. Um, what do you guys think? Like, I mean, from a from Xbox's perspective, do you take do you take Nether Nether Realms, um, take Mortal Kombat and make Mortal Kombat an exclusive? No. Do you still sell it on the PS4 but make it free yep. on Game Pass? Uh, probably. I mean, like the thing is, is you do it the same way you do Minecraft. People are going to buy it, so why not make money off of it? I'm very intrigued by the idea of Xbox owning a bunch of properties that up until now have been 
like for-profit companies. Um, companies, I mean, Mortal Kombat's been around for, what, 30 years? 35 years? I think it was 93. Yeah, well, a long time. And then all of a sudden that game's just free to play on the Xbox? Like, that's really, really interesting. But that PlayStation 4 players would still have to buy it? Yeah. Um, I'm actually, I'll be honest, I'm a little bit surprised that that isn't a strategy that you see Xbox taking more often, where they they develop Forza and put it free on Game Pass and then sell it on the PlayStation. I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised. I, th- I think they want to have some exclusives. I think they do too, um, but I think the only reason they want to have some exclusives is because people seem to have some sort of weird mm-hmm. hard-on for exclusives. So, yeah. whatever. I that, that sale, I mean, $4 billion to Microsoft is literally nothing. Like, I can't... If if AT and T the four billion dollars to a lot of those companies is literally well, nothing. but I mean the difference is is like Activision has a or EA I, I think EA is one of the bigger game companies they have a market cap yeah. of about sixty billion dollars. I think they're the biggest. Um, the Take Two might be Ubisoft might mm. be um, yeah. either way. Like you're talking companies that have a market cap of say sixty to a hundred billion dollars. Microsoft's market cap is almost oh, yeah. a trillion. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, I'm not saying that yeah. they're in the same boat. I'm. Like, they could come up, I mean, $4 billion for Microsoft is, I don't want to say literally nothing. Um, like, in the scope no, it, of... It, it literally yeah, is. In the scope of, like, Microsoft games, it's something, but, like... It's it's me buying a coffee. I mean, I guess the thing is, is, like, yeah, it's it's nothing. If they want those studios, they could own those studios. And I think I like think that would be a really worthwhile investment for them. That's a, a bunch of really interesting games. Like Avalanche, Avalanche just makes some cool stuff. So I don't know. I would I would like to see that happen as a as an Xbox fan. I would like to see that happen. Um. So this is news that I found out from my dad because, uh, like, if Colby and my dad, Colby and mine and Colby's Colby, if if my father and Colby's father, who are the same person, uh. <laughs> Is good for one that thing. That couldn't have been said any worse. Oh, I absolutely could have. Absolutely could have. Uh, if the husband of my mother... <laughs> well, ex-husband. Has uh, <laughs> uh, it gone through yet? I don't know. It has. It has, yeah. Oh, okay. Legally, <laughs> legally, we're good. There's my family's dirty laundry. Um... Anyway, if my dad is good for is that, anything, also my family. I don't know. Uh, it is this also your family's dirty me. laundry. <laughs> the skeletons in your closet are the same as the skeletons in my closet. That's what I'm trying to say, Colby. Uh, anyway, if my dad is good for anything, it is constant updates on Fallout news. Even though he knows that I literally do not care about Fallout until Fallout Five comes out, <laughs> but he will like the second it hits the wires, my dad will let me know, and he let me know that Fallout is uh, coming to Amazon. So Amazon Studios has announced that they are making a Fallout TV series. Uh, the people who made Westworld, I never watched Westworld. Did you guys watch it? Watched first not. season. Is it good? Yeah. I, I've s- heard I've heard the second season isn't, and I've heard the third season kind of picks up. Well, all right. Anyways, Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy are the uh, the producers and creators of that, and they're going to be producing a, uh, a game based on Fallout. So, quote, uh, I believe this is actually Jonathan. No, Joy actually said, Fallout is one of the greatest game series of all time. Each chapter of this insanely imaginative story, I that might be taking it a little far. Like, it's pretty rote, <laughs> like, <laughs> post-nuclear, whatever. Anyway, uh, the... 
insanely imaginative story has cost us countless hours we could have spent with family and friends. Is it, are they saying good things about this game or not? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Anyway, they're incredibly excited to partner with Todd Howard and the rest of the brilliant lunatics at Bethesda. Who... <laughs> to bring this massive, subversive, and darkly funny universe to life with Amazon Studios. I have to ask, is the reason it's darkly funny because they stole my kid and secreted him away and I spent like 40 hours looking for bottle caps in the ruins of ancient things? Is that is that the darkly, darkly funny, funny part? Anyway, so. that might be the weirdest quote I've ever read and I'm honestly not sure Joy has ever played Fallout because <laughs> whatever. Anyways, I... I Fallout is not Fallout probably doesn't do anything that any other post-apocalyptic game slash movie slash book hasn't also done. But they're a lot of fun. Um I would I would absolutely watch a, a Fallout show on Amazon. Are you guys down for for that? I want a Fallout game or Fallout show, but I want it to be the road where it's not that darkly funny thing where it's just depressing as hell. Oh see, and I well, no, I'm, I'm joking. I haven't seen The Road. I use its GIF a lot. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, I think that, that really probably the best version of Fallout would be the like the really absurd part of Fallout. Like I think I think obviously part of Fallout, part of the story of any Fallout game is the kind of sad melancholy heart. You know, there there are sad things that happen in that in that world, and there are. But I think they're tempered by the outrageously weird things that happen in that. The the weird robot servants that have gone completely awry. The hotel full of, like, weird mutant people. The giant, like, what are, what are they called? The, like, ogre dudes. Like, yeah. I don't remember what they're called. But super mutants. Yeah, the super mutants. Like, they're just, they're weird. And they're interesting. So, I think, I think there is definitely, there's definitely a story to be mined there. Hopefully, they get good writers because I think that's going to be uh, hopefully they get good writers and hopefully Bethesda's only like kind of to the left of involved like I don't I don't think it's going to be good if Bethesda is like I think that's where a lot of video games go wrong uh, video game movies video game TV shows is the studio tries to retain too much control instead of saying hey you make a good movie out of this and, and we'll worry about continuity and, and you know that kind of thing later so can... I want it just to be based on Vault 108, which is the vault full of Gary clones. <laughs> See, I like honestly, I would watch, I would absolutely watch like a uh, X Files Creature of the Week TV show <laughs> uh -huh. that every week just focused exclusively on. Uh, weird things that happened in the different weird vaults that were all strange experiments. See, I want it to be a like a, a Western sci-fi. Oh yeah, I could do like, that. Do it, do it like Mandalorian style. Yeah, I could absolutely get behind that. Yeah, there's, I think there's a lot of possibilities there. We'll, we'll have to see. My guess is that this is actually kind of one of those. Like, like they should just do the Mandalorian. Like if they did it like the Mandalorian, that would be amazing. Yeah, it could it could be really cool. I uh, I I would say that I'm. There have been dozens of video game movie TV shows that have been announced that never actually happen. So this one doesn't have like a launch year. It doesn't have casting, doesn't have 
writers, doesn't have anything. So, I mean, it's all supposition at this point whether it'll actually happen or not. It'll, it'll come after that uh, Amazon Lord of the Rings. <laughs> exactly. Well, they, they put a billion dollars behind that. Maybe I don't know if they can. I don't know if they can afford to lose that. All right. Uh, next up. So we did the math earlier, and uh, like the three of us combined have about like a hundred and. 145,000 gamer score, roughly. Um, let's see. Sarah, I don't know her last name because I didn't write that down. So from now on, she's just Sarah. As far as I know, Sarah this, Gamer Score. Sarah Gamer Score. This could be Sarah, like my, my sister in law's name is Sarah. This might be that Sarah. I don't think it's that Sarah. Um, she is involved in a community that. Uh, Every month they put a, a challenge out to see who can get the most gamer score. And she really decided that this was going to be her month. Um, and you'd think that it was because she'd like gotten laid off from her job and she had a bunch of time. In fact, no, she is a full-time accountant working 40 hours a week. But what changed for her is that she works from home now. Instead of having to go to the office, she works from home. So she was able to take her commuting time and pour it into gaming. And so she spent about six hours a day um, playing games during the work week and then like another 12 hours a week uh, 12 hours a day doing it on the weekends in order to try and get the highest game of score. Now, what she she did the research and found out that the highest jump anyone's ever gotten before is 100 and, let's say like 120, 122,000 in a month. And she thought she could beat that. And so being an accountant, like this is the most accountant-y thing I can even possibly imagine. She says, I spent some free time at work. Like I love that she's an accountant. She's had some free time at work. Compiling a spreadsheet of every game that can com be completed really, really fast. I ended up with about 200 games. I hoarded them from the fastest. Uh, I think she actually probably means ordered them. Ordered them from the fastest to slowest and bought them as I went, she said. Indie games are usually the shortest. There's a publisher called Rata Ratala. Hmm. Radalaka is that how you'd pronounce that? They release yeah. They release a game every week that can be completed in an hour for about a thousand points. I played sixty of those. <laughs> so she played those sixty garbage indie games. She played a bunch of other games. She actually said that uh, she she kept track of what she thought about them as she was doing it. And she said Mushroom Quest, Red Bow, and Thunderpaw are indie games that are actually pretty good in that, that cheap indie section. But she uh, she plays through a lot of games and managed to get a jump of 132,000 gamer score in a single month, which, like, I mean, I don't know. How, how long have they been keeping track of gamer score? Like, it's a long since, time. Since the... It's 360 era, right? 360, yeah. So that means I've been getting gamer score for, I don't know, like 12 years, 13 years, and I have a third of what she managed not even a third like less than a third of what she's managed to get in a month that's uh it means you're allowed to play more games i am going and to, no one can ever complain that you play too much i'm gonna beat 60 terrible indie games next month and i'll be able to push my gamer score over a hundred thousand is that do you think it's a good use of my time Yes. Yes. All right. So, what else are you doing right now? Well, yeah, that's a good point. So next week, I will review the, the games we've played section. Will be Cliff reviewing twenty one <laughs> hour indie games. The podcast is going to be three and a half hours long. We just lost every listener, didn't we? I will take a nap. Dylan will take a nap. All right, that's uh, that's it for news this week. Do you want to do you want to do a little bit of something something here, Dylan? Hey, yo, Vinny. You got the question this week? 
something just crashed in my house and I don't know what it was. I'm a little scared. I think we might have a ghost. Um, Dave Matthews. Hmm. It's a good guess. It is a pretty good guess. And that song's kind of rapey. <laughs> yeah. Is that the word yeah, you were looking that, for? That, that wasn't what I was going to say, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I would prefer if he did not sit outside my window in a tree and yeah. Anyway, I like that song a lot though. Like it's, it's fine. It's a great song. Uh question from Vinny is what exclusive game on any console, any console or PC would you want to come to your platform of choice? I would guess this question is uh, kind of based around uh, horizon zero dawn was actually finally officially confirmed becoming to PC I don't actually have the date, like in the next month or two. So rage. <laughs> you want rage to come to one of those? No, no, I'm oh. rage that it's it's no longer an exclusive. It's no longer an exclusive. PS4. Yeah, yeah. You and every other doofus Xbox person who's like, if I can play it on a PC, it's not exclusive. Why don't I just get a PC? I'm like, why don't you just get I a think PC? You mean PS4 people? It, wait, no, actually, the people that get mad about it are PC are, are Xbox players. A lot of the time, they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I watched the videos. They were they were complaining about the PS4. Trust me. Oh no no not in this case. I'm sorry. No no. I'm saying normally. Normally it's it's uh, it's people that have Xboxes that oh, are, yeah. are mad that Forza also came out on the PC. So it's not actually yeah. an exclusive. Yeah no. no. I, I was talking about all the people that were Horizon like, Zero Dawn. Yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure you since can, we were talking about that game. I segued into talking about something else for a moment. Pay attention, Colby. Um, I'm guarantee you there are videos of some doofus smashing his PS4 with a bat. There is. I'm talking about that right now. Okay. I'm glad we came around on that. Uh, Anyway, so I, you know, that's happening. If you could bring any console game or any game just to a another console, what would it be? What What would you like to play? Hmm. I mean, if I didn't already own Horizon Zero I, I Dawn, own all, would... I own all of the systems. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it would probably be something. Uh, I kind of want to play the Spider-Man game. Yeah, that that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of want to play that. I other than that, like, I mean, a lot of the the uh, PS4 exclusives, I don't have a ton of interest in. Yeah, for and go ahead, Dylan. It's kind of a weird question now. I think because. It's not as common, I guess. Yeah. I don't like to have these um, games with allegiance to only one. I yeah. uh, like just because or I think people more commonly have more consoles yeah. too. So I I just don't like playing games on my PlayStation. Really, um, I would really like Dragon Quest Builders two to come to the Xbox. Um, because I, I really... It's on Switch. Is it? Mm-hmm. How's it on the... That's where I have it. Hmm. Man, maybe I should look for Never it there. Mind. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's fine. I don't need that anymore. Um, you can take it on the go. There are... I really wish a, a lot, and I can't like say anything specifically, but I have a, I have a ton. Like, I have so many games on Steam. I have so many games on Steam. And I just, like, at this point in my life, don't spend a lot of time in front of my computer playing video games. I wish I could play those on my Xbox. I wish, like, magically my Xbox could run Steam games and so I could play those games on my my TV. Um, 
like and, and it's dumb but it's little things like a lot of times when I'm playing games I like first of all I like to sit on my couch and play games on a big TV um, but I also like to be able to play them with headphones without having to get like some sort of weird Bluetooth adapter or, or something like I can stream them to my PC but then I can't like I can't just plug my headphones into my Xbox controller. I, you know, that kind of thing. So there's a lot of indie games that I would like to, to be able to play on, on my PC. So that is, that is true. Yeah. yeah. There's a couple, but I don't know. Like I said, I've got all of them. I mean, so I guess in the future, like, I don't know. I wouldn't, I'd like to play the last of us, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I would, I would yeah. like to be able to play the last of us. I mean, I could, um, yeah, and that's the thing is I could, and so like I guess playing it on an Xbox would be better. Fine, but yeah, yeah. I, would, I would rather play it on an Xbox. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I It'd probably have to be my answer for the sake of answering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that I, I would say a bunch of indie games or uh, or a game that I didn't realize I could get on the Switch. So <laughs> 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 cool, uh, Mr. Polite. This this is a good song. Uh, a good question about a, a good song maybe anyway wants to know the best song to listen to while lounging in a hammock on a hot summer day while sipping sweet tea um i guess question one do you like sweet tea i do good okay so we've got that out of the way do you like hot summer days no yeah me either i'm not could we like dylan can sit outside in his hammock on a hot summer day and me and you can sit outside sipping sweet tea on kind of like an overcast cool summer day how about I just go inside and play video games? Okay, but you're going to listen to a song while doing it. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> what song would you listen to? Hmm. My my ADD doesn't allow me to just do one thing. (laughs) Sitting in a hammock just listening to a song sounds like torture to me. (laughs) Maybe you could read a book or something while you did it. I suppose. Maybe you could look at pictures in a book while you did it. (laughs) I would just be on my phone like, oh, look at Twitter. (laughs) There you go. So you're, you're on a hammock reading Twitter and listening to a song. What is that song? Um, the best, like, summer song? Yeah. I don't know, like, oddly, the first thing that popped in my head was sitting on the dock of a bay. Oh, I think that's a good song. I think that's actually a very yeah. good song. Um, the Bill one Withers? That... Is that... Say that again? No. Is that... That's not Bill Withers. That's... Uh... Uh, Otis Redding? I yeah, that's who it is. I, for some reason, I always get them confused. The difference is I think. is that Bill Withers was alive until very recently. <laughs> and that's, yeah. I Like, when he died, I'm literally, I literally thought, like... Didn't he die a long time yeah, ago? Yeah, nope, that was what was right. Um, and because I, I remember the weird factoid that like, I don't know. There's, there's uh, that Otis Redding died like right right after that bef- song came out. For that, well, yeah, it was right before that song. Oh, sure. Came out. It it hit big. Yeah. Um, after he died, and so when I heard Bill Withers had died, I'm like, isn't he already dead? dead? Yeah. No. And for some reason, I confuse those two. Yeah, no, I get you. Um, I, the one that came to my mind um, was Mr. Blue Skies. It just seems mm-hmm. like kind of a like a it, that's a, like a hundred percent the happiest song in the entire world. Um, and so, <laughs> that or Don't Stop Me Now. Yeah, yeah, I can get behind that too. Um, I was also thinking like like the the suggestion in the the Discord was uh, Summer Breeze by Seals and, Seals and Crofts. Um, I would also say um, there's probably like a handful of like America songs that would probably work real well. <laughs> oh, like uh, uh, Horse with No Name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Or I was thinking like like uh, Ventura Isn't Highway, that actually, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No, the Sister Golden Hair. Yeah, Sister Golden Hair. Yeah. Who, do, who does? Who does? I was thinking of. Uh, do, does America do Horse No Name? Yeah, yeah, they do. Okay. Um, or maybe like a handful of Jimmy Buffett songs, like like Margaritaville. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> if if I was sitting, if I was forced to sit in a yacht, uh, uh, a hammock. Like what I'd want to be listening to is like kind of bad yacht rock, yeah, or like <laughs> like soft seventies kind of thing. Like I want to hear, um, you know, yeah, like Sister Golden Hair. Yeah. I want to hear that kind of like bad, um, you know. Uh, uh, oh, what's I'm trying to think of the song Africa. Yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> Toto. Um, there's a like I don't know go go so talk. did I'm you know that the the current song. lead singer of Toto is John Williams' son? I did know that. <laughs> did you know that they're also a super group? I think or no, Asia's a, Asia's super, a group. super group. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't know yacht rock was actually like a genre of music until about uh-huh. three months ago, and my Alexa was like, Shh, "Don't be don't be loud." <laughs> was like, um, like, hey, do you want to do you want to listen to a yacht rock playlist? I'm like. A what? No. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't Never? I don't even know what that is. And so I like looked it up and it's like, it's just kind of like chill seventies music. I'm like, maybe. And so I had her play one and the first song was Africa. And I'm like, I like Africa. This is a good song, like whatever. And then it was followed by like ten songs that I know and hate. <laughs> and I was like, uh-huh. maybe this isn't for me. <laughs> so meh. Uh what do you, what do you so, think? Oh, go ahead, Cole. Did you figure out your I song? I was think I did. Uh, I'd really love to see you tonight. Oh yeah, by, yeah, 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 yeah. Good choice. By, uh, yeah, that that for some reason also in there. I I need to reschedule when we do our podcast. I think because it's also the time my neighbors get their lawn mowed. It's it's not great. <laughs> so I can't hear it if it makes you it feel does better. make me feel better. Dylan, what song are you listening to? I think uh, how about like a uh, Born on the Bayou. Oh yeah. Yeah, little CCR. Little CCR. Yeah. That's a good choice. Any CCR, well, really. And I mean, and that, I that's the other thing I was going to say is like the the hammock and hot summer day and sweet tea. Um, like Mr. Polite is a at least currently a, a Pacific Northwest guy, um, and so. Th- but this sounds real southern to me. Do we need to like throw like a, a southern choice in there? Oh, like maybe uh, I'd go with Almond Brothers, Almond Brothers, or Jessica, um, maybe little. Perhaps uh, some uh, like Freebird. Freebird is Freebird the right mood for? <laughs> yes. Okay. No. Just not at all. Chilling. <laughs> also, yeah. if you if you enjoy the song, I'd really love to see you tonight. I highly suggest you go look at um, England Dan and John Ford, who wrote and perform that song because they are hilarious my wife has seen england dan in concert with merle haggard i want to (laughs) say they're amazing yeah yeah, it's good um i would say if you like um freebird you should go listen to some drive-by truckers because i love them a lot um maybe some jason some jason isbell as well you can listen to him both in and out of drive-by truckers all right next question is also music related i don't know what this podcast is even about anymore (laughs) the next one has nothing to do with video games either but that's absolutely fine uh so megan sent us um 
a, a graphic, and I'll include this a graphic in our show notes, so you know you can you can ponder over it. But it's a uh, it's a bunch of musicians, and you have to pick three of these for your own festival. You can only pick three. So the choices are Queen, David Bowie, Bob Marley, The Rolling Stones, The Beatles, Joy Division, Michael Jackson, Blondie, Elvis, Prince, Tupac, Nirvana, Johnny Cash, The Cure, Motorhead, uh, Notorious B.I.G., or Diana Ross. Which three would you pick? Uh, anyway, Colby is back now. We we don't know what happened. It just you know, it's the internet. It's recording. We're all remote. There's only so much you can do. There's a lawnmower and a weed whacker outside my window. You do what you do. You absolutely do what you do. Anyway, uh, I, I I know I got like halfway. Th- did I, I finish the list? Yeah, we got you all did, the way through you, the list. Yep, okay. So do you want to hear my my picks? I do so badly. I mean, Thank I know you, what Colby. they're gonna be. So uh, why don't you guess my picks? I don't want to do that. Okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> Call his bluff. Uh, my the pick Beatles. would be Queen, the Beatles, the Beatles. and I'm going to go ahead and guess either Nirvana or Johnny Cash. Yep, Nirvana. Um, my my theory being here is like because the only people, other people, I really would even want to see on this list would be the Rolling Stones. Mm. They are still alive. Barely. I could actually barely hanging on. Um, I could see the Rolling Stones in concert if I really, really, really wanted to. It's kind of hard to see Queen. I mean. They were here last year, but I don't know if I want to see Queen and Adam Lambert, to be honest. Lambert. Um, Lambert. Um, I can get, like, half the Beatles, I guess. Um, you know you can't. Like, I mean, I guess. Yeah, I can get yeah, Paul McCartney. and yeah. I can see Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr separately. I don't think they really do much together. Get a shovel and you can get the group back together. Absolutely. Uh, and then uh, Nirvana. Would like Johnny Cash would probably be Johnny Cash would be cool to see, but I think I probably actually like more Nirvana songs yeah. or know more Nirvana songs. And again, like it's it's rough to see Nirvana these days. So I think those would be probably my three. Um, you guys have have some thoughts? I think I have to agree one hundred percent. I figured Dylan would go all biggie. He's like, yeah. like Dylan's like the cure motorhead and notorious B.I.G. He, he's Tupac and uh, notorious B.I.G. He's like, hey, who killed you? I think I've seen <laughs> Motorhead though, so Oh, that's fair. That's fair. What can any can you guys name a Joy Division song? Because I couldn't No, dun, 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 dun. no wait, that's Blue That's Blue Orgy or whatever. Something. Joy yeah. Division, um, yes, you you do know. You do know a Joy Division song. Maybe not. I, I'm Love sure I do, apart. but... Maybe? I don't know. Why do I know? Joy Division, what... I may be wrong on this, but did members of Joy Division do the... Things. Yeah. Probably. New, Probably. New Order. Did they do... Oh yeah, Associated X, New Order. Yeah, and that is that Monday. Blue Monday is yeah, yeah. Okay, huh. so that's why I'm thinking of them. Their their lead singer killed Stephen Morris, right? Is or the drummer for both bands, and, and and the band formed after the demise of Joy Division following the suicide of lead singer Ian Curtis. Yeah. Colby was really really close to knowing everything about Joy Division and. And uh, of like oddly, I just looked up Joy Division for some reason, and I don't remember what the reason was. Yeah, apparently, literally, that Ian Curtis killed himself, and they just reformed the band under a different name. Yeah, 
Interesting. All right. Well, I still don't want to see him in concert, so that's fine. <laughs> How about you, Cole? You want to see Michael Jackson, Blondie, and uh, Diana Ross, I assume. Like, I don't want to see any of these people, really. Like, You'd I... want to see Queen. Queen would be dope to see. Yeah, but, like, I like the thing is, is if Queen, if Freddie Mercury was still alive and they were still touring, if Queen came, I probably wouldn't see them. If David <laughs> oh, Bowie was still alive, I, <laughs> I wouldn't would, go see him. If the Beatles were still alive, I might. But I would absolutely see Queen. And, like, I've, I've paid money, like, not huge money, but I've paid money to see... Beatles cover bands I'd, I'd obviously go see the Beatles yeah like the only one that I don't know Nirvana would be kind of cool but other yeah. than that like none of these I'm like I pro- it would probably be the Beatles Queen and Nirvana as well but I don't know I, like, I uh, this Nirvana's would be kind of interesting I think Nirvana I literally I don't know what they're doing outside my house right now I think they have a chainsaw <laughs> it just got louder <laughs> it's so loud <laughs> Um. Anyway, uh, hey, can I, you uh, blow off this chainsaw? Get the leaf blower out. We need it's to. So weird. Um. I would like. I. I. I had the opportunity to see Nirvana, and I didn't go. And I've always kind of like, like said, "Oh man, that would have been." That didn't been know cool. how that one would work out. <laughs> yeah. Um. They played in Ogden when I was like, like probably the first of. High school, probably like my sophomore year. It was April fourth, nineteen ninety four. Yeah, I was like, I'll catch him uh, next time. Yeah, I, I, you know, the thing is, is like, there's, I have a list of like bands I wish I'd seen, and that it's now too late. <laughs> like Nirvana's on that list. Like Tom Petty, like he came to Seattle like the summer before he died. I'm like, ah, I don't really have the the time, the money to see. I'll catch him. Like Tom Petty's toured a lot. That'll be fine. He died like two months later. Um, I really always wanted to see John Prine and like he comes through here quite a bit and like he died of COVID so oh well anyway <laughs> what about the I'm traveling we... Wilburys how many of those are left is One? it just Paul Lynn I or not Paul Lynn just... Paul Lynn's the <laughs> uh, Jeff Lynn Jeff Lynn I think so <laughs> uh, no, oh, uh, wow. is Bob Dylan Bob Dylan's still alive. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't like for some reason I'm like, is Bob Dylan part of the traveling wheelbarrows? Yeah. <laughs> he he is. is, and he is still alive. All right, next question is from Zero Heads, I think. Um he says, so it's like I guess a real seven situation there. Right, right, right. Uh, which hero and villain would you pick to reenact the coffee scene from the movie Heat? Now, um I guess if you haven't seen the movie Heat, do you want to describe that scene? Um Dylan or Colby, actually. Like you both know it and it uh, is is like the scene between the good guy and the bad guy where they get together and and talk. I mean, yeah, and it's it's, it's De Niro and Pacino, and it's, Pacino. it's basically you know Pacino going as the cop and saying, "Hey, like I know you're the bad guy, and if it comes down to it, I have no problem stopping you." And De Niro, you know, saying like, "Well, you know, if you get in my way, I have no problem stopping you." And so they they know where they stand on each other. It's it's not necessarily like a tense. Well, it's 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 not like a, you know, standoff kind of thing. It is it's basically just like, you know, so so we know where we stand with each other. Would you like to speak about it from a cinematography standpoint, Dylan? No. Okay. Um, like the only <laughs> thing I know about that movie is that Dylan used it to uh, explain the what 180 degree rule to me. Did I? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. Anyway, um, I do. I amaze myself sometimes. I, absolutely, you amaze me too, Dylan. Um, this is. I think the problem is, is like uh, there's there's a lot of good choices. Like you could go Batman and the Joker, but that is so so. I'm going to to disagree. I mean, like for. Uh, okay, so this is a hero and a villain. I read this wrong. I read it as a hero and a villain from a video game. Yeah, no, you can pick anyone. Okay, it could be so, me and you. So as a I'd hero and hero. a villain, like that does make more sense. I read it as a video game, and I was going to say that I don't honestly think that if one of those is fleshed out, it most of the time the other is not. That's very true. And so that you would not have that kind of talk because, well, and a lot of times it's to the extremes. There's not a lot of, um, like, th that person is the bad guy and he is the bad guy. There's no, like, you're, you're you know, there's, there's no subtlety necessarily yeah, yeah, yeah. in a lot of times. I agree. But now yeah. that it's anyone, hmm, the, the devil and God. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny, man. I would pay. I don't know. Whatever you pay to see a movie, to see that, I would pay fourteen bucks and and like forty dollars worth of popcorn to see that conversation. I just want. That's, I want Anakin Skywalker and Obi Wan, like right after he's in the lava. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be good. That'd be like, uh, yeah, I would. That would be good. That's that's smart. That's real smart. <laughs> Talk about the high ground. It'd be fine. Just, uh, just jump, jump to the side. Just, you don't have fine. to jump over me. <laughs> Parallel. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, let's see. Who else could we have talk? Like I said, Batman and Joker is literally... They do talk, though. They do, absolutely. <laughs> and honestly, they have pretty much those same conversations a lot of the time. So it, it seems like kind of a stilted answer. I'm going to tell you, the yard in my house is like, <laughs> I have like 40 square feet of grass. I have no idea what these people are cutting. It's insanity. Um, let's see, who else could... Are there any video games you can think of? I, I, yeah, when most I thought villains it was video not... games, like I'm like, I can't think of any... Like The only one I can think of is a spoiler for The Last of Us. And they already did sure. talk, um, and I thought it was kind of interesting. I think the interesting thing is, is like I think often the villain is actually pretty built out in the game like but that. The but the hero really usually are. isn't because it, you are the hero. Yeah. So I could have a conversation with mm -hmm. someone. It, That's really true. There's very, and like I said, it it a lot of times is the extreme ends on yeah. you know, those kinds of things that one guy is super bad. And the other guy is, you know, this white knight heroic good. Yeah. Um, and that really wasn't true in Heat, exactly. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. What about, like, I'll... Diablo? Like, what is like going that, on like behind that, you, Cliff? That is loud. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even sound like any sort of. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. I have a tree that needs to be cut down, but it's in my yard. I'm like, maybe, maybe. Hey, uh, hey guys, do you want to see if we can cut this car in half with the chainsaw? <laughs> I don't know. Like, the funny thing is, is like I said, our my my lawn is tiny. Like, you've been to my house. Like, I, I have. Mean, 
my lawn guy is a single person and he cuts my entire lawn in like maybe 10 minutes maybe 15 and, and i mean that's like edging mowing like you know using the blower the entire thing these people have like four guys that show up on a truck <laughs> and it takes them three times as long i have no like maybe they get paid by the hour i don't have any idea Anyway, we have a, uh, like, this is a, a question that literally came in, like, in the Discord, I don't know, a half hour ago. So I'm, I'm going to, like, call a Audible. That's oh what they boy. call it, right? Audible yeah. you, by Amazon. I mean, I don't read any man. of the questions. It's going to be fine. Okay, so this is from Beep. Um, Beep. Beep. If a fully blown AAA mobile game was released with no microtransactions of any kind but costs twenty to thirty dollars, would you play it? And I suppose also buy it. I found myself wanting a legit game on my phone, but it seems like every single game on the marketplace is free to get but costs money to progress. Uh-huh. Um, and I will. S- so I thought the answer to this question was yes for me, um, and then I got Apple Arcade. And if you so I guess if you have an iPhone, Apple Arcade's five bucks a month and it has a ton of games that are all full feature complete games and you there's no microtransactions, you will pay nothing for any of them past your five dollars a month. And what I found out is like the golf game. Do you remember what the name of the golf game is? Um What the Golf? Is it What the Golf? Okay. What the Golf is super fun. Grindstone, super fun. Um, there was like this, um, kind of like, uh, roguelike pinball game. Super fun. Um, I played this like kind of story based, um, like not really a walking sim, but like it was a a game where you played a person that showed up in the small town in like Spain and like fixed things for people. You like, you were a traveling fix it person. Um, and like the story kind of revolves around you fixing things for people in this small town. Super fun. And then I got to the end of that and I'm like, well, everything else is like a racing game or like a full role playing game. Like I started like I need a controller to play most of this stuff because I don't want to use on screen controls. Yeah. And that was really what I found is that the the like 15 percent of games, 20 percent of games that were absolutely made to be played on mobile were super worth it on Apple Arcade. And everything else I wanted to play somewhere else. So at this point in time, no, I don't think I would pay $20 to $30 for a AAA game because I don't think the experience is is there for me to do it. Um, I don't want to play those kind of games on my phone. My guess is any game that costs $20 to $30 would most likely also be released on like the Switch and would uh-huh. be way better to play on that. Way better on the Switch. Yeah. I, I, the games that I enjoy playing on my phone are like the match three games and like I don't know the you know kind of um, oh Angry Birds like yeah. games. Those Absolutely. those are fine. I'm not going to pay thirty dollars for one no. of those. And no. I've yet to play a game where other than those types of games where I'm like, well, that was fun. Like yeah. it, they just don't. They don't handle the way I want to, and it might just be because I'm old, I'm not uh, used uh, to yeah. that. But I don't know. I just don't want to play anything where I have to use like virtual buttons mm-hmm. on. I mean, like I have a big phone, but I have really big thumbs too, and so like I'm like I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, I don't. I, how do I even see what's going on? It does. It makes me actually feel very old. 
Um, like I watch kids play like Minecraft on a phone. I'm like, I would rather shoot myself in the head than play (laughs) Minecraft on a phone. And I think if like the, the like controllers that essentially turn your phone into a switch were a little more, like if I knew if I could get one of those and every single game that I could play would support that, like maybe I would be a little more willing. Like I'd keep that, you know, by my bed and play games on my phone before I go to bed. Maybe, but I mean, I have a switch and I don't do that. So I, I think that the theory around those things is way better than the reality of those things in my head. So I don't know. What do you guys have any thoughts besides that? No, I just, I, I think the game can exist like, but I agree that a game at that price point probably exists elsewhere. Yeah. So. Is there a game? I guess my thing is, is if someone said, if if someone said to me, "Hey, Grindstone is like twenty dollars is probably a little much for Grindstone," but if Grindstone was ten, if you could get that outside of oh, I wish I could because I want to play it, but I don't want to pay for Apple Arcade. Like I've yeah. tried, I've wanted to play it since, and I can't, which is kind yeah. of frustrating that I can't yeah. just one off buy it. Like ten bucks would be great for Grindstone. Um, uh, Overland is that is that what I want to say? I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. I think that's like, a game. Yeah, it's I know it's a game. Finji. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a kind of like a. It's an interesting game. It's it's like one of those games where you have to get from point A to point B. You know, point A and through like you know essentially zombie infested. You know, it's like post apocalyptic, and you know you can recruit people to get in your car with you, and you have to get gas and and so on and so forth. Um, it was not perfect on the iPad, but it was pretty good on the iPad. And that's a game that you'll pay, you know, you'd probably pay 20 or 30 bucks for it on Steam. So in theory, is that worth it on the iPad? Sure. You know, you know, pay 10 or $20 for that. So there are absolutely games that I mean, I you said would uh, be worth 20 or 30. Like but... Civilization. You said that yeah. played pretty well on iPad. Yeah, so, I mean, if that's where absolutely. you preferred to play that, I think that's the game you would buy, I guess. Yeah. Like a, I think, I think it me, would have to be a really deep strategy game because I don't think any other like a game that offers you a lot of stuff but is a slow enough game that you're gonna pour yeah. the time into on a mobile device. That I think the thing is is like Civ would be fine on an iPad. Um, like I play it on my Switch and like the Switch screen's fine, but you also have the controller. You don't you don't use touch, right? Um, and so I think. St- that would be fine on an iPad, but I can't imagine playing Civ on my phone. Like, my phone's yeah, just not that agreed. big. So, and I think that's kind of the breakdown, too, is there's a lot of games that I think, yeah, that would work pretty good on a, an iPad, but not on a phone. So, I don't yeah. know. Like I, I said, think yes, yeah, so I'm, sure, I'm sure there are those games, but they're few and far between, and I think most of them now are locked behind Apple Arcade. So, I think if uh, Richard Garfield made a roguelike CCG on mobile, I'd probably, I'd probably maybe Maybe named it... Rogue book, Rogue book. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, but something like that, I think it could fit that description. Yeah, but... well, and I think like Hearthstone works really well on right. Uh, like I've definitely that, paid um, that much, but it's yeah through ongoing content or yeah. whatever. Um, so. Slay the Spire is ten, and it plays very good on on mobile. So um, it could be a little bit better optimized for mobile, but it's it's good. All right, good question. Thank you, Beep. Uh, finally, we got a paragraph here. So this is, we're, we're going back to recall, uh, NBA 2K21 is going to be $70 on next-gen systems. It's $60 on current-gen systems with no free upgrade. And it's $100 if you want to play it on both and memorialize Kobe Bryant. 
Uh, Tenpenny says, I want to bring this, I've wanted to bring this up several times now. It's been well over 10 years, and actually like 15 or 16, since the price of video games in general has increased. The amount of time and resources that games um, are now putting into, game companies are putting into most games has also increased. I, for the most part, am okay with the microtransactions and the seasons passes and the battle passes that most games are turning to now to make up the difference. These were both great ideas to compensate the industry as long as they stayed away from the pay-to-win model. With microtransactions playing a huge part in just about every video game nowadays, and with 2K announcing that they'll be raising the price of NBA 2K to $70, my fear is that they'll increase to $70 or even $80 and still want to charge for everything like they are now. If the game is good, I wouldn't mind in some cases. To take a sports game like Madden or FIFA or NBA 2K, all of which are microtransaction-heavy games and a pay-to-win model, raise the price on them and also probably continuing to use the microtransaction is a bit much in his opinion. I just did a quick search. EA made nearly a billion dollars last quarter in microtransactions alone. What are your thoughts on this and where you see the industry headed as the average price for a AAA title? So, Colby? They'll raise it to $70 and you'll still have microtransactions and DLC. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> they made a billion dollars. Why not make a little bit more? Do you care? No. Yeah, I don't really either. I like. I if think it, it's if it was a hundred dollars, I would care. But like, the ten dollar increase is not going to, you know, make me not buy more games. I'll buy the exact same amount of games. I'll just pay ten dollars extra. Yeah. Um. The, I guess my thought on this is like, first of all, um. All those games, all games, have had battle passes and season passes and DLC passes and microtransactions, like you said, for years now. Like, I mean, that's it's not a new thing. It is, and like, sometimes it's predatory, sometimes it's terrible. Like, do I agree that microtransactions are good? No, absolutely not. Um, do I care if a game has them? Not, I, like, past the moral question of whether they should or should not have them, do I care? Morally, as long I as it doesn't wrong. get in the way of my game or I'm just not going to play the game. And I mean, I'll be honest, like, when was the last time you paid a microtransaction in a video game besides Hearthstone? Yeah, it's generally only for, for me, it's generally some sort of collectible card style yeah. game. Like, that's, or if I really like Overwatch or something and I want a cool skin. Like, I don't mind that, yeah. like, occasionally, but it's not frequent by any means. Yeah. Rocket League? Yeah, and mine yeah. is Rocket League, which means it was probably GTA at 5. least three or four years ago. Yeah. Yeah, you put a little money into GTA Five Gold, but uh, I also I didn't buy the game. Like yeah. I, that's kind of how it is. Like I didn't buy either of those games, but I'm perfectly fine spending, you know, thirty bucks in in-game currency because yeah. I didn't buy it. The way I I look at it is um, that seventy dollar price point. Like the people that are paying that premium are generally speaking not me. Um, like if I look at the number of the last. The last full price AAA game I bought was Borderlands Three. Borderlands Three, which was at this point like seven months ago. <laughs> yeah, it was a a mistake. Um, <laughs> no, it came out last September. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so like, you're yeah. talking like nine months now. So, mm-hmm. sixty or seventy dollars does not matter to me because I don't buy day one games. Um, so, people that really want to be excited about being in on the conversation, really excited about playing and beating those games day one, those are the people that are going to pay the premium. And I can't imagine that they're going to care. And I will also say, I can't imagine that just because a game starts at $70 that you won't still see them hitting oh, yeah. 20 or $30. Yeah. Like, There's so many ridiculous um, sales now that 
it it seems like it would hardly make any difference in yeah. your pocket. Add that on top of me getting all my Microsoft AAA games for free, um, and getting also true three, four, five, six, ten games free on Game Pass every month. Like, I mean, honestly, they could raise my Game Pass price ten dollars a month, and I'd still pay it. You know, like I get so much value. Don't say out of that, that too service. Loud. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> We're close to Redmond too. Uh, I mean, eventually, I'm sure that like, will go up. Like um, I said, all five of the games I played this week are all yeah. either Game Pass or Games with Gold games. Yeah, and so like, I, I, I like I said, I have a, I have a moral objection to microtransactions because I think a lot of them are predatory. Um, I actually have a, like, I have a. I have less of a problem with pay-to-win microtransactions than I do with microtransactions in general, to do be those honest. really like, exist? I mean, I think that they Outside did. Outside of mobile. I, I, think, um, I think only in mobile. I think mostly in mobile. I think they did for a while. But, like, I've often said... I don't remember that. Like, I, I hear a lot of fears of the, you know, the pay-to-win thing. Yeah. And those are almost always unfounded. I've yet to hear I think, one. I think that they did exist for a while. Um... And I think that like the, can I? I'm going to use the phrase brouhaha over um, Star Wars Battlefront Two. Like was killed BS. those. Well, I mean, it was it was BS when the game launched. I think it, no, no, it was before that. It was still yeah. BS. That's the what I'm saying. The person who was doing the math that that everyone got so up in arms about was bad math. Oh, absolutely. He was doing it based on the maximum amount of yeah. points. Doing it. it was bad math to begin with. So, you the know, math was bad, but the idea that you could you could buy your way into being better at the game was true. Yeah, um, yeah. Before the game launched. It did not launch with no. those those microtransactions. So um, I, 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 my but guess is But it was also that, BS that like, oh, you're going to need to spend 1,400 hours yeah. to get, you know, Darth Vader. I've said it on this podcast before, and I will say it again. I would gladly pay... Like, like my biggest problem with games like that is if you do not buy those day, games day one, you're going to be behind forever and it's going to mm-hmm. suck. I would absolutely love the like the Destiny the 2 model. The ketchup starter of, pack. Yeah, the ketchup starter pack. Um, I would also pay $5 for games to have god mode turn onable. Like I would I would pay for cheat mode in game. Um and so like I'm I'm probably just the wrong like I'm absolutely the wrong person to like care about microtransactions. I don't pay for them and the ones that I want to buy don't exist, so <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um but but you know, I think that should games cost $70? Absolutely. It's absolutely time for games to cost $70. And when you look at how, like, when you look at how terrible the industry is, like, video games, I don't know if a day goes by anymore that I don't hear some just horror story of how awful it is to, like, working in general sucks. That won't uh, fix anything. No, 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 no. But at least it, you know what it does fix, though? Um, to some degree, it keeps video game companies from firing people after games launch. Will um, it though? Well, it, it has that like, that's, that's but what like, that's what, like DLC do. and st- yeah, yeah, those absolutely. do, but like games costing 70 bucks won't. Uh, do no, that. no, 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 no. Just that just that makes companies more money. But um, the president of EA can buy another gold yacht. Exactly. Um, but, and that's why I don't want those things to go away though, is yeah. that microtransactions and DLC and cosmetics and all those things are what keep game developers employed in between giant AAA launches. Yeah. So, 
Um, and I mean, like the, the flip side of this too is the the weird new pricing for like indie and double A games, where there's a lot of games that are launching at like good games, cool games that are launching at fifty dollars or forty dollars or thirty dollars or twenty dollars aren't going to go away. And I don't think you're going to see them go up in t- ten dollars in price either. So, all right, uh, I think that is questions for this week. Uh, let's talk about a handful of cheap free games. It's kind of that middle of the. It's, I guess it's not really the middle of the month, but. July 8th, whatever. Uh, we've got a, a couple of new bundles from Humble here. Um, theoretically, you can still go to... Uh, actually, you probably can't go to bitemepodcast.com slash Humble. Um, so I guess just guess a URL and hope it gets us somewhere. Uh, Humble choice for this month if you are still a subscriber to that, which I still am, and I think I'm actually going to kill my subscription because... You hate like, charity. No, it's more like I pay like 10 or $12. So the problem is is they, they change their pricing structure, right? And so now if I drop out of it, I'll never be able to get back in at $10 a month again. But also, I've been a subscriber for six months. Like, half the time, I don't even, like, choose which games I want. And I certainly don't play any of them. So I'm just, like, collecting games at this point. I don't know if that makes sense. It's like hoarding. But... uh, yeah, it's it. I mean, I've been welcome to digital hoarders. I have actually started watching hoarders again. Um, have you ever seen that show, Dylan? Yes. Ah, it's so good. I actually, I literally watched an episode right before we uh, we started this podcast um, with a with a family from Spanaway, Washington. So local folks. Um, I believe it's produced locally too. It is actually, yeah, it is Mm -hmm. produced locally because a lot of people I went to school with worked on it. (laughs) That sounds like. not the show so as, I'd want to work on, really. That's what I was going to say. Like, as a look at as all a this poop on the villain, floor. But can't even imagine. Hey, good for them. I guess, yeah, good for them. So, uh, anyway, this month's humble choice uh, choices, as like you know, like they don't really tell you up front, I guess, which is kind of weird. But uh, it's Age of Wonders, Planetfall, actually. But I swore they did now. I swore you actually got to pick them. Anyway, Age of Wonders, Planetfall, and Void Bastards. Did you played Void Bastards? Didn't you call? I did. What did you think about it? I didn't like it. Oh, well, a lot of people did. It had yeah. kind of a retro 2D. Oh, actually, here's here's the complete list. I did. I, I thought they told you all of them. Uh, Planetfall, Voidbusters, Railway Empire, Battlestar Galactica, Deadlock, uh, Yuppie Psycho, which sounds great. It's, uh, it's Beat American Hazard, Psycho. right? Uh, Beat Hazards 2, which is powered by my own music, which I, I really like games powered by my own music, but I don't have any MP3s anymore, so I guess whatever. Uh, Sigma Theory, Metal Unit Chapter Update, Don't Escape, Four Days to Survival, Verlay, Ver, probably Verlay, Verlay Swing, Welcome to Basing Stroke, and Earthlock. Earthlock was a cool game. I played a little bit of that on the Xbox. That was a Game of Gold game. So you can get that. I think uh, the, I think you can get choice for 10 bucks a month these days, uh, or thereabouts. So it's like if you like PC games, it is not a bad way to go. Uh, the Hummer, Hummer, that is not right. Humble Summer Adventure Game Bundle is uh, is pretty good. It's on right now for another. It runs for 19 days. So you have from now until like the end of July to pick this up. Uh, for one dollar, you can get uh, Batman: The Enemy Within, the Telltale series, uh, the season one of The Walking Dead. If you're wondering whether you should play that or not, Carlby and I and Vinny did like a what a four hour podcast on that. Um, Colby and I both vote strong no. Vinny felt otherwise. It's okay. He can be wrong. Uh, the Walking Dead 400 Days in that pack and Oxenfree for a dollar. If you do not own Oxenfree, it is one of my favorite games of all time. It uh, is very, very, very good. 
Um, it's free on Game Pass, I believe. How, how can you not own Oxenfree? Not own Oxenfree. Yeah, I, I own like it on like five seven different yeah. places. Oxenfree is so good, and the soundtrack is so good. The soundtrack is also <gasps> Austin Winery? In this bundle. It is not Austin Winery. Oh. It is... Um, oh, does it, when you listen to it, does it feel like you're cheating on Austin It Winery? does not. Disasterpiece is who does this one. Um, I like I like composers besides Austin Winery. I'm watching. Have you ever uh, heard? Of, you're just uh, like you're listening to it, but you're humming. And now I lay me down <laughs> to cheat with, by David <laughs> Allen Coe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. Um, have you ever seen uh, Outlander? It's a show on Netflix. No, it's good. Um, Bear McCreary, the guy who does um, the God of War soundtracks, does the soundtracks for that. It's very good. Um, I'm glad like, that you like got this all together because I was real curious. Like, hey, have you seen this on on uh, Netflix? <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's really good. The it's a lot of uh, a lot of bagpipes. It's good. Anyway, if I oh uh, I know right, well, that's what I would have thought too. I'm like, but I listened to it for like a couple hours the other day. It's it's good. Uh, if you're willing to pay eight dollars, you need help, Cliff. Yeah, is this a cry for help. <laughs> Absolutely, it is. Absolutely. For eight Listen bucks, to a couple hours of bagpipes <laughs> yesterday. I was working, like, uh, or something like working. You know, like looking for jobs. <sighs> it's, it's a full time job these days. Uh, anyway, for eight bucks, you can get The Wolf Among Us. You can get Batman, The Enemy Within, Shadow Mode, The Walking Dead, Michonne. Is that how you say her name? I'm guessing. I believe uh, so. And The Walking Dead Season 2. A lot of Walking Dead. For 15 bucks, you can get Heaven's Vault, which is a fantastic game that I really, really, really liked. It's made by the folks who make uh, 80 Days. That's a really fun game. Uh, Batman, The Telltale Series, Batman, The Telltale Series, Shadows, Shadows Mode. Um, Vinny played both of those really liked him uh, The Walking Dead the final season and The Walking Dead A New Frontier so if you like Walking Dead Telltale games like first what is wrong with you um, second you can get them all for less than 15 bucks and then you get the Oxen Free soundtrack as well which is very 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 good uh, let's see what else we have uh, I wrote down Humble Bundle but I actually mean Epic Game Store this week is uh, King <laughs> Floor 2 Lifeless Planet and Escapist 2. I've never played either of those except Escapists, and the Escapist is really fun. It's I want to play like the Escapist. It's really cool. Like you're you're trying to break out of a prison. Um, it's hard. It's really hard, but it's, it's I very played enjoyable. it for about five minutes last week and did mm. not like it. Yeah, it's it's fun co-op. Um, it's really fun co-op. So, uh, Nintendo Switch Online is releasing a couple games this month, um, which are far better. Well. One of them is far better than the ones, like, last week time they released games, I'm like, sweet, three games I've never heard of. I've heard of one of them this week. So that makes it better, right? Sure. Yes. Uh, on the Super NES, you get Donkey Kong Country, which, do you remember, like, that game came out, it had, like, go on a special cartridge because it was so graphically amazing. The, what, Mode 7 cartridges? Yeah, amazing. it was good. Uh, and Donkey then Kong Natsumi Country. Championship Wrestling, which is uh, shockingly a game I've never heard of. And then on the NES, you get The Immortal, another game I have never heard of. Uh, this weekend, uh, Ubisoft is assuming, let's, let's assume that the rest of Ubisoft's executive team doesn't quit because they've all been accused of sexual harassment, which is at this point, a relatively large assumption. Um, they lost a the vice president this week. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Uh, they are doing their own, like, hey, it should be E3 kind of thing this weekend. They're going to talk about the new watchdogs. They're going to talk about um, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, some of that stuff. But they are also giving away watchdogs 2 free this weekend. But I believe you actually have to watch their digital showcase to figure out 
how to redeem it. Although my guess is that that'll, you know, four minutes later it'll be on the internet. So you probably don't actually have to watch it. Um, but I've heard really good things about Watch Dogs 2. Um, it's, it's like on my list of games to play. I own it on the Xbox. So you can get that free this weekend. And then if you are a Overcooked 2 type person, uh, they released a free DLC that came out yesterday. So if you cannot get enough of, like, I don't know, cooking on trains, you can grab <laughs> <laughs> cooking on semis that are driving next to each other. Uh, you can grab free DLC for that today. And it's called, I think it's it's got a clever name, as I recall, some sort of summer. Suns Out, Buns Out is the yeah. new Overcooked 2 DLC. Made me so giggle. Grab that. All right, you guys have anything else? No. Nope. Then we will wrap this podcast up. Uh, you wrap can follow up. us at Wrap It Up. I don't know what song Dylan's singing, so I'm not sure Dylan knows what song he's singing. Uh, you can follow us at bitemepodcast.com. Um, it's a slightly better website than it has been for a while. I'm actually working on redesigning it right now, so soon it'll be new and shiny and spangly. Right now it's just kind of, it's okay, but it functions, which is cool. Uh, you can follow us on social media at facebook.com slash bitemepodcast, twitter.com slash bitemepodcast, and instagram slash bitemepodcast. Uh, you can support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash podcast and slipping us a few dollars, um, like a, you know, just a few. Like, just put them in an envelope and mail them to us. That way we don't get charged credit card fees. I, I think that's how it works. I don't know. Um, you could pay you us Dylan. under the table. Yeah, I'll give you Dylan's address. It'll be fine. Uh, I think that's it. It's good. It's good. Dylan, it. make it happen. The buildup is. Mm, it's good. I don't think she can. <laughs> having, yeah, let's go down and see mom. Okay? Having experienced her in the past. Say hi, Olivia, and I'll put this part in the podcast. Can you say hi? Say hi, real loud. Say, can you say, bite me podcast? Currently, she's just playing with her tongue a lot. You say it. No, you say it. Oh, you say it. Say, say bite me podcast. You say it. Okay. You say, say it, Colby. Can you say hi? You say it. Okay. <laughs> Tell her to say you say it. Can you say you say it? Mm, but I can watch you. You can watch me? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Let's go downstairs, okay, bud? Okay. Say bye. You didn't say it very loud. Say it real loud. No, say it real loud. That was quieter than before. <laughs> okay. Like 15 years from now, she is going to be a podcasting prodigy. She's got strong Johnson podcasting genes. Mm, strong Johnson. Strong Johnson genes. Two words yeah, yeah. that probably shouldn't be juxtaposed. Probably not. I tried. You don't know how hard I tried when we were having a kid to find some sort of <laughs> name combination with my last name and... 
Carter's first name that would be dirty enough that it would be funny, but not so dirty that Brooke would actually get it. Yeah. I tried so hard. I had Hugh. I had Hugh for probably five or six minutes and just couldn't keep a straight face. Like, Carter could so be good. Hugh, right? It would have fit his personality so well. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Cole, your kid is going to be a podcasting prodigy. You think so? No, absolutely not. She's very cute and very sweet, though. That's what matters, I guess. Now, Gus, on the other hand, he Hmm. is going to be a podcaster. (laughs) He doesn't talk. Is that going to be a problem? I think I have listened to some podcasts where it would actually be better if the host hadn't talked very much. <laughs> Good point. Does does Gus purr a lot? Yeah. Who's we cat? He's rumbly. We cat sat? Cat sitted? Done cat sat? I don't know. Yeah, I saw uh, those kitties. They were very cute. They're very cute. And uh, But man, the small one like purred way beyond uh, his size. Like... You could hear him from like 15 feet away. It was a very, very noisy cat. All right. Are you ready for some podcasting? Are you yes. ready for some podcast? <sighs> Let's see. Did you play any games, Dylan? Not a lot. Did you make meat? I made some chicken wings. Were they good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I played Smash Bros. with my nephew a little bit. <laughs> See, it's you been smashed? a busy week. You smashed. Did you play as the new persona? <laughs> Did you play as the new persona character? No. No. I don't know. All right. Man, Colby plays a lot of games. You play a lot of games. No, I played two. Oh. Me too. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. <clears throat> 